0: mish hancock and you are listening to mishmash a place where i get to talk to the weird wacky wonderful people of this world people i adore and want to know more about today my guest is kenan morrison kenan is the founder of the village it takes a village to raise a child through academic assistance spiritual guidance and life skills tell us more
1: Oh, Tell my us gosh. more,
0: Keenan. Welcome. Thank you. Man,
1: so uh, The Village uh, is a community service organization. And so we believe in engaging the entire household. But the heart and soul of what we do is we, we mentor young black males um, because that's you know where I grew up. That's where I come from. And so from there, the goal is definitely to start a sister program. But grassroots, we feel like um, that's, where we could have, that's where we could have the biggest effect starting off as an organization.
0: Well, what I love about the organization from, you know, the little bit that we got to talk Mm -hmm. was, is that, I mean, you're, you're, you are showing these young men from all sides. You are taking care of every part of their existence, not just hey, here's some successful people that look like you, but like mm-hmm. you talk about everything. I mean, talk about the mm-hmm. program and what what they do, and you take them on really cool field trips. Oh, absolutely! I'm kind of jealous of your field trips. <laughs> but Talk about it.
1: You're not the first one who want to go. Yeah, so I'm we'll telling have to, you. had to add you. So, um, you know, our pride and joy is providing as many real life experiences to these young men uh, that we work with as possible Um, you know they come from all walks of life so you know one of the things that my pet peeves is when somebody tries to pigeonhole my young men or say oh this young man's having trouble in the school he needs a mentor no all children need a mentor male or female adults need mentors um, I'm 43. I have mentors <laughs> who I absolutely adore. Same here. I you know, got So it, it's really part of uh, life growth and progress, right? So, so what we do is we provide as many real-life experiences as possible. So it's anything we can get our hands on. So if you have a listener who says, hey, um, I want to give back and maybe— Maybe we can set up a time for them to come into our business. Um, that would be fantastic. Right. Maybe you have somebody who says, you know what, um, I'm a part of a major corporation and we've been looking at ways to give back. Maybe we can set up some type of workshop for the young men to experience hands-on you know, learning opportunities. Uh, you know, and then we do our best to advocate for the young men. You know, we don't want people like you said to just come and talk to them. We want it to be engaging. We want it to be grassroots and and maximize the impact. So it's not like our or the organizations we work with have to be or have the solution. They just have to be open minded and say, hey, I, how can we help? Because we got lots of ideas, and and we're 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 trying to. We're trying to get all of it. And I think that's what sets us apart from a lot of organizations. We don't say, oh, um, if you were a STEM program or or were a reading club, you know, so if you don't enjoy reading, then that means you no longer belong in the club. We want to expose them to everything. And because we won't run out of children, if we partner with an organization uh, and and they say, uh, Deacon Keenan, like we we took the young men to a... uh, uh, martial arts workshop and some of the boys really liked it and so for the last two years he has still been with that same martial arts leader really? and so he'll miss some saturdays right but the goal is for them to be active and busy
0: yeah well so where have you toured tell us oh, some my of the gosh. companies we, and the organizations you guys are oh out. man okay
1: let me flip to the back let <laughs> me flip to the back oh, all right we have a
0: list <laughs> we have a whole list i love um, it um
1: so uh, we have taken our boys. First of all, um, I want to shout out to Zipcare Transportation. They have provided a, a, a mechanics workshop that taught the boys uh, how to change oil, change, check the fluids, uh, change light bulbs, you know, the little things of that nature. Uh, How to change a tire. Uh, We want to shout out uh, Black Nurses Association because for three years they've provided a health symposium where the young men, you know, all aspects of mental, emotional, physical health. Uh, They provided therapists, you know, all kinds of things uh, during those workshops. And and they have been a huge, huge support. Uh, we want to shout out uh, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, Epsilon Lambda Chapter. For the last five years, we have partnered with them. They have what's called the Alpha Mentoring Program. We have the Village. And so together, they provide black men. We provide black boys. And, and uh, the Village has written a curriculum to really make maximize that engagement on a grassroots two and three le- level basis, um, we've toured uh, all kinds of businesses. Uh, Pharaoh's Donuts. Uh, we're setting up a um, setting up a tour of uh, Northwest Coffee House. We've been to uh, late, you know, laser tagging, paintballing, MMA fight training, the fun the fun stuff, right? Fishing. But we've also done fishing, uh, yeah, cooking done- lessons, golf yes. lessons, tennis lessons. Of toured General Motors plant. Um, we've toured all kinds of businesses, companies, and and uh, horseback riding, uh, kayaking on the Mississippi. Uh, we're looking forward to going to uh, you know Top Golf this year, and and you know people really underestimate uh, the effects that joy has in the life of a child. You know um, they, um, you know people say, well, who? When I first started maybe 10 years ago, before uh-huh. I became non-profit, they was like, well, who's going to pay money for the kids to go on some field trips? Um, you greatly underestimate um, the lives and the adult situations that these children have been uh, pushed into and how joy is still a grassroots requirement to having a happy childhood. Well,
0: and... Hey, one of the things you shared with me that I thought was so amazing is, you, you know, you talked about opening up the world to these boys and that you can open up mm-hmm. that world right here in St. Louis,
1: yep.
0: which yep. I love that thought, you know, because I I don't know that people understand how much there is to do here. Yep. And there is lots of nature, even though you think of it oh, as a big absolutely. city, you know, so you can take them out to do all the let's go outside kind of things, but then also mm-hmm. understand I mean, I just think that's fascinating to go to these companies and see how they operate and what it looks like. Because when you're thinking about what am I going to be when I grow up, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to understand what it actually looks like. Mm-hmm. you know like my daughter one time told me she was thinking about going into therapy and I said okay I just want to make sure in your head do you think people come in lay down on a sofa and tell you their problems and she's like yeah I go <laughs> just eh. like on TV okay so <laughs> therapy is actually quite different I'm not to say you can't get to that place That's someday you know but I mean it's like you need to go talk to people that actually do this on a daily absolutely. basis and see what it looks like in real absolutely. life
1: absolutely yeah it's it you know and and again so when you ask our young men what it is that they want to be when they grow up they think of all the experiences that they've been to. We took a four-hour tour of the General Motors plant. We've taken um, we've taken time to in, to to meet uh, business owners in every different type of arena uh, that you can imagine, including uh, Andy Seasoning, you know, who, who was once a partnership. Oh, and cool. And so you know we have a we have a STEM robotics program. Um that is sponsored by uh E2 Young Engineering with okay. Tara. Shout out Tara. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we want to reprogram the way they think and problem solve. And getting them young is that's why we recruit them as young as six years old all the way through eighteen, because you know, you know, like prevention is better than cure, right? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So, and then, the, do the eighteen-year-olds become mentors for the younger? Absolutely. Oh.
1: We have some who go to college. We have some who go to trade school. Uh, we have some who uh, get jobs. But all of them understand the impact that uh, that and the power that they possess, right? Because it's, it's one thing for somebody to give you power or to try to be an influence in your own life, but it's another thing for somebody to, you know, teach a man to fish and say, hey. And get a true sense of what it is that you're capable of. If you want to raise self-esteem, show children new talents. When we go volunteering, uh, we've taught so many young men how to cut cut grass and bought lawnmowers, and so that they can start their own neighborhood business. All of the old school, traditional things. Oh my! Working gosh. with your hands yes. is like the original gift, right? Right. And so, since you have them, why not use them? Right. That's good for summertime,
0: too. Believe me, I was one of the people, I was like, is there a kid that... Does the lawn? Because I don't want to. Do I'm sad they're hard to find nowadays, aren't
1: they? I got to cut my own grass. Everybody that was not the plan. they all, all want
0: to do the computer stuff now. Mm. You know what I mean? But oh, I mm. did. I was I was lucky mm-hmm. enough to actually a woman that works with me. Her her son was. i like, yes, bring him over. <laughs> I need somebody to do this part. Now I live in a loft downtown, so I don't need to worry about. Well, yeah. I yeah, live yeah. right yeah. by Kate, so yeah. you know that. Um, <laughs> Kate, my neighbor, who brought. Keen in my way, uh, I so I owe, yeah. I, owe I them mean lunch for sure. Yeah, why not? And like, I mean, now you've got all the. You probably know somebody who has a
1: restaurant that you've toured at some oh, point. Oh, a bunch of them, a bunch of them. Um, oh shoot, why are they drawing a blank? <laughs> it's uh, okay. Tko Grill is one. Uh, Partners is another. Uh, Sean Jay's out of uh, Florissant are all local uh, black-owned food restaurants who have supported us um, and, and who has uh, – and, and again, you know, we don't want to ask for things for free. You know, we want to be that non-for-profit that is a resource to the community. So so when we tour a business and like um, a friend of mine told me that they, there's a uh, – that her friend has a, a – owns a pool table company. So we're going to take the boys out to see how pool tables are made. Oh, cool. Once they understand that they can get a hold of anything and make money doing anything, it just opens up their minds to the possibilities of life. But we want to we want to be a resource. And so when we go and tour a company, we want to actually buy the product, provide it to the boys, you know, turn the money over in the community and especially um, you know, be a resource to that business. So that means uh as we record, you can find our YouTube channel, The Village 314 TV, to check out some of the you stuff we do. You have a
0: lot of videos. Yeah, <laughs> we've yeah. been doing it for a long time. That's good, time. though. Yeah. You got that SEO oh, working Willoughby for Oh, Willoughby Farms
1: you. Uh, over in uh, I think it was uh, Belleville, Illinois. Willoughby Farms. Ooh, um, they are fantastic. Uh, there's a woman out there. I think her name was Bobby Joe. And we did some volunteer work out there. And in turn, she took us on some hikes and let the boys feed some animals. But there's a lot of good people out here who want to see the best come out of people. And oh, that's my gosh.
0: And that is so fun for these boys to get to see. All- I mean, mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, I'm a very curious individual. Naturally, So yeah. I'm always wanting to like know, how did they do that? How did they make that? I mean, my Google is filled up with Mrs. Weird <laughs> curiosities. Like, I always think whoever out there is watching me is like, what the hell is she searching for? You know, now, this I, woman searches for the weirdest <laughs> stuff. I like watching uh, How It's Made. Remember that TV show? Yes. Anything and yes. everything. because it's fascinating. Be, but then don't you watch How It's Made and then wonder, well, who made that weird contraption that makes that one little lid?
1: Mm-hmm. Or, like,
0: I'm, I always want to get, like... Spacely Sprockets,
1: Coswell yes. Cogs. <laughs> you can make a million dollars doing everything. You it just is have no idea it's possible.
0: Insane. I mean... I mean, oh it's insane what people do to be able to make all these different products mm-hmm. that we buy and enjoy a and niche, what have right? you. Yes, like exactly. A niche. I think this is wonderful. So, let me ask you this. What what was the spark? What was the spark that you were like, I am starting this?
1: Man, you're going to make me go way back. So, there's a couple of things. One, um my parents um Adopted three cousins off of the west side of St. Louis when I was like a freshman in high school. And they are my brothers. And I mean, you, and I have a sister, but if you can imagine, three boys, boom. Like it was my dream, to, it was her family. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I became the translator among the generations. You know between my parents and those three boys and and really that's where my desire to become an educator started and so from there um i just retired but i'm a 20-year educator and i graduated with the degree in petroleum engineering but i said i wanted to take my talents back to the community and so teaching mathematics uh, allowed me to reprogram and you know create some visions and some dreams for the possibility of lives. But even though I can get the, the children to do the right thing in front of me, when they go back to the environment that created them, they get back into those old habits. And so uh, Barack Obama, if I want to be the change that I see in the world, then I have to be that change. And so I realized that... Um, if if I was going to help some people that we had to become a household name. Yeah. And then um I became a deacon at my church and there were two young men wreaking havoc uh at the church. Nobody knew who their parents were. Um they would all but they would always be at church. And so I told them one day, uh, you two are gonna start coming with me on Saturdays. And that was how the village started. You know, just
0: that is a challenge I have to imagine is how do you make what you are doing with these boys stick? You know, and and I mean that's that that is a challenge, right? Are because giving them what
1: they want and making sure that they have a voice. I love. You got to make sure that nice. if, if they're not having fun or if they're not getting that uh if they don't feel like they're being heard. Um, you know, one of the issues with society today is that we are all so conformed into our comfort zone, right? That we're not really willing to get uncomfortable, especially for the person across the street or the person who lives next door. You
0: are there. so speaking my language right now. I have to tell you, because one of my big things I talk about all the time is do not get comfortable in your comfort zone. That's right. You have to get uncomfortable. There has to be discomfort. That's where the growth is. That's yeah. where all the cool stuff happens yeah. is when you're out of your comfort zone. I mean, I get wanting to be there for a little bit, you know, I mean, I guess yeah, you got sure. to be right? in your comfort zone, you know, for, but do not stay there. Yeah. And I've learned over the years that when I start to feel really uncomfortable, like, oh, I don't know if I can do this and I got to mm-hmm. do this right now. Mm-hmm. I, I've learned to just thank you. Thank you, gratitude. Thank you for bringing this discomfort yeah. to me. This is growth yeah. time.
1: You know, um, yeah, I think it was Les Brown who says that uh, success is outside of the comfort zone, right? It your is. Dreams, That's you're outside where it is. Yes. And, and a lot of times, it's it's really just a matter of trusting and following your heart, doing what you know is right, even though your physical reaction may say otherwise. And I mean, I can only think of like a small handful of times that not following my heart, you know, it would have got me, right? Right. So life lessons is how we grow and mature it's what we call wisdom but i mean i mean man my favorite book you you brought it up but my favorite book is called the dream giver okay it's about uh, it's a very simple book maybe 100 150 pages very simple book but it's about uh, a person named nobody who lived in the town of familiar And he had a dream and he decided to chase that dream and everything in the book about how you um, fit into other people's lives and everything else goes from that. But it is such a motivational book. I I expect everybody to get it from here on out. I wish I had some rights to it. That's
0: awesome. Well, Mm -hmm. and the thing is, is that even when you're out of your comfort zone and it's uncomfortable, there are people you can reach out to that yeah. will help you, yeah. that you, you yeah. just have to ask for help, yeah. right? And you're providing a lot of help.
1: You're yeah. providing
0: the people you can reach out to, and you're like, Ugh, I'm a little outside of my comfort zone right now. Especially when oh got my these goodness, kids. I got stories. <laughs> All right, let's hear a story. Are you
1: kidding me? So um, I remember uh, one young man who will rename, remain nameless, but he knows who he is. Uh, the first time... That we went horseback riding. This might be about six years ago, but he was scared to death. He had only seen a horse on TV, and he figured that there was that they weren't really this big because you know horses are t- yeah tall, they're yeah they're big large animals. But <laughs> and so he was deathly afraid of it. And so I had the same conversation I always have. If you've never done it before, you can't tell me no. But if you hate it. I will never make you do it again, and so uh, I convinced him. I, 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 i You asked me what my superpower was. <laughs> I think it's inspiration. I, I love it. I think I can inspire people to do just about anything. And you know, it's important that we use our superpowers for good, right? Yeah. For evil, which is uh, so you know. Well, I'll get to that later. But, and so he got on there, you know, he was nervous. We got him on the horse. And, you know, they go down this trail and, you know, they all follow each other. Do you know when he came out of that trail, he had his hat cocked like he was a cowboy <laughs> oh, for 10 years? I love it. He was like, He's like I got you know. this. I'm going. <laughs> this is awesome.
0: Oh, my gosh. That to is point, so adorable. To the point
1: to where... um, a young man, uh, a, another young man, who's also, it was his first time, had to convince him on, to get on the horse. He ended up getting a job at that stable for three years.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So, i mean, opening
0: your eyes to it, take out the fear, and look what can happen.
1: I'm telling you, it, it, man, that's where the whole world is.
0: I love it. All right, tell people where they can find out more about the village. You have a YouTube channel. Oh, we sure do. Very we vibrant. Sure do. Where else so, can they find out about you? Um,
1: we have a website. You can go to the village314.com. Um, you can go to our YouTube channel, the village314 TV. Make sure you look for this logo. Lots of um, copycats out here. Um, <laughs> make uh, you can go to our Facebook page, and again, look for this logo, the Village, the Village three one four. Um, you can uh, we have an Instagram page. Again, all of these logos, and um, we also have Cash App. You know, because one thing for, that you, that everybody needs to understand, we are seven years old. I've been doing this for ten years, but we at this point are one hundred percent volunteer army. Yeah. So we're, you know, so imagine what we can do with some serious support, you know, and the number of people we can help in St. Louis.
0: Oh, I love it! I love it. Well, I have fun questions now. Oh boy! <laughs> I okay. have fun questions now for you. You ca- you talked about this a little bit, but I want to go here. You were educated as a petroleum engineer.
1: I did. I was. So
0: what? You went in a completely different direction at one
1: point. Oh, my parents were pissed. (laughs) Well, my parents were so mad. They're like, "You're supposed to be an engineer." My friends were like, "What are you doing with your life? Are you (laughs) kidding me? You know how much money you' missing out (laughs) on." Yeah, I I only regret it when I'm broke, you know. But other than that, I mean. I truly believe that um, this was my purpose uh, in life. Uh, um, yeah, I graduated December 2001, the same semester as 9 11. They ended up going back on the contract. You know, the whole engineering construction industry went down. And, and I said, well, if I'm just going to be a number, then I might as well make a difference, it was my philosophy.
0: You know, it's interesting because you know, I think COVID has done that for a lot of people too. It may, COVID has made people sit back and go, do I really want to do this? Is this really what I want to be doing with my life? Do I want to go life? back? <laughs> yeah. Do I want to go back? I mean, really, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's I think it's really made people pause and think about what do I really want to be doing right now? Yeah. And 9/11 did that for, Absolutely. you know, it was it's that Man. You get you get sh- you get you know, you it shakes you up these world amazing you know I insane didn't even events. think about yeah. that
1: and you and that's like almost twenty years to the day like maybe to the month like yeah you I,
0: said eh, I think I want to do something different it was
1: two thousand
0: very cool
1: wow.
0: Oh, there's some insight for you. Yeah, all right. right. <laughs> so you you work with all these amazing young men. Absolutely. Is there one right now that you just like? I know this kid is going to be an amazing leader. He's going to do amazing things. Like, is there? Is there?
1: There's a lot of them.
0: I'm sure there's a lot um, of them.
1: Um. I um, I mean the you know it it, it makes me. It, it it it's very humbling to hear the stories of what these young men have had to endure in their lives now now mind you they're not all like that you know we have boys who are public school private school charter school um you know east st louis st louis city st louis county you know they're off they're from all over if you as a parent uh, have a desire to see your young men grow i believe that we're the best solution If you, as a child, says, "Hey, Deacon Keenan, I need a ride," we're gonna make sure. If you're willing to be an active part of your solution and your salvation, uh, who am I to not pick you up? You know. So, um, but my point is, is that um, you know, we have some young men who constantly inspire me. Um, I mean, and they've been through way more real life situations than I ever had. And so, um, if you can imagine. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, get into it because then they'll know who I'm talking about. Okay, but, fair but, enough. But um, the stories, w- what you see on TV, is very real, and nobody ever thinks about the child who witnessed it, the child whose parent was lost. They don't think about, um, you know, the child's. Um, The time that's lost in in that personal touch, because if everybody loves if people love to hug, imagine how much better it feels when it's your mother or when it's your father or when it was your mother and was your father. And so, you know, those are gaps in the lives of adults. Right. But we don't consider the children who weren't finished, you know, Spending that time, and it's so trauma. we just we just absolutely it's, it's such
0: trauma. You know, whenever I hear someone say, "Well, kids are resilient," I'm like, "No, kids do not know how to handle what." And that's not the just plan, Showed up, right? you know. <laughs> I mean, it's yes, kids are resilient, people are resilient, but the thing is, is that just because they're not showing on the outside, mm-hmm. they, they could just be, I'm pushing it back down, I'm pushing it back down. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out in mm-hmm. some way, whether it's outward facing or inward facing. Either way, it is Absolutely. not good for anybody.
1: Absolutely. And
0: so kids are resilient. Mm, but something bad has happened to a child, some kind of trauma, it needs to be addressed.
1: Yeah, and, and we got to stop ignoring it. Um, one of the things that we've done as a non... As a non for profit, um there's a gentleman named Kenneth McCain who owns his own group therapy clinic, and we talked this week about uh, our young men we 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 only group mentor, and so we want to provide all of these real life experiences in groups so that they can you know learn how to have healthy. Peer-to-peer relationships, in addition to yeah, um, but in that uh, we're signing up for all of our groups to be in a uh, group counseling session with a professional uh, together.
0: Very as nice. As young men, yeah, um,
1: at least six months, every six months,
0: and they'll learn from each other. That's and- right. right, and
1: they'll they'll start to feel like, you know, start to realize, well, you're not the only one. Yeah. Well, you know, right. it turns out you're not alone. You know, right. turns out there is somebody your age who understands and, and, and can, you know, and, and can uh, console you.
0: Oh, my gosh. And you are also helping all of them to not judge others' journeys, the yeah. whole, you know, empathy. Yeah. So on this podcast, I always talk to people that are notably kind, <laughs> which you are, um, and just give me a top-of-mind kindness, whether it's something you witnessed, you gave, you received, whatever, just a top-of-mind kindness that is... Happened as of late, when you were younger. I don't care. I just want to know more about kindness.
1: Oh uh, man. Um I'll tell you the one that that um that that warms my heart. And that is every single person who donates either time or money or attention to our non-for-profit. We have—and because, please, uh, it takes a village to raise. It takes a village. And which means— Our motto is is if everybody does a little bit, then together we can change the world. And Lord knows I cannot do this by myself. So we have a board of executive directors. We have 15 to 20 uh, black men who mentor. We have a phenomenal uh, parent committee who, who is organizing and structuring itself to be more of a support to the families. We have lists of hundreds of volunteers, Partners, donors, uh, sponsorships, um, uh, undoing racism. My undo, undoing racism and racial equity uh, group. I love y'all. I miss y'all. I just got a text message from Sarah, Sarah Rose saying we were approved from f- funding. Like there are so many people who um, who gratefully uh, believe in what we do. Uh, including fathers, including mothers, including young men who don't have children, college, high school, the young men. Anybody who has trusted me over 20 years of education Uh, with their most prized possession, which is their child. All of the students um, that I used to teach over the years. um, I mean, like, I got kids who... You got lots of kindness. I I love it. I (laughs) I love it. I got kids who are 28 years old who have their own kids, so that means they're my grandbabies because they chose me as a worthy to be a father figure, Arissa Calvert, like one of my first <laughs> children, my favorite. I got a lot of favorites, but I mean, I, I mean, um, I have a lot of love and a lot of joy that has come from uh, the generations after me, who have believed in me, trusted me, uh, not only learned from me, but also taught me, um, and uh, and and that. Is the grassroots foundation of what this non for profit was built on. The village. Yeah. I so love it. Everybody who has ever believed, supported, or sent me an encouraging word or looked out for one of our young men. Our goal uh, Antonio Parker, Aaron Willis, um, Joshua LeBakken, there's, I mean, there's a lot. Um, but um, Antonio Parker, one of the things that he said, he says that he wants, I um he wants those lawns those lawn signs. He wants a village logo in every lawn sign so that any young man or young lady who is in danger and needs help, they know that they can knock on that door and they'll be safe. That's
0: nice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Keenan, thank you for all you're doing. <laughs> Thank you for being here, and thank you for all you're doing.
1: Amen. Amen. It it is. It is my life. It is my life's work and my heart desire.
0: It's so evident. I love it. (laughs) Thank you for all that you do. Thank you. All right, everybody. You know how to uh, what the village is all about, and please do go learn more. In the meantime, we will catch you next time. This has been Mishmash. Thank you for listening. Love, love, love you all.